football the football segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james and i'm joined once again by nate and mette what's up boys so hello all right in today's episode we'll just go right through all the games from week 11 uh we'll sort of recap everything there uh then we'll head right into the fantasy football pickups for the week we'll talk about that uh and then yeah we'll just head right into week 12 uh got a lot of games on the slate so we'll just preview those so uh, let's just hop right into it. Starting with week 11, Thursday night, uh, New England Patriots being the Atlanta Falcons, 25 to zero, big win for the Patriots. Uh, taking a look at the scores there, uh, Mac Jones, uh, 207 passing yards, a passing touchdown and an interception. Ramondre Stevenson on the ground, 12 carries, 69 yards. Damian Harris, 10 carries for 56. Then through the air, Kendrick Bourne, four catches for 42 yards. Nelson Aguilar, five for 40 yards and a receiving touchdown. Jacoby Myers went four for 39. Um, <clears throat> Nate, let me just get to you on the Patriots. I guess, what are your thoughts on this win? Um, I guess they were solid on both ends of the ball on offense and defense. Um, I guess when it comes to the Falcons offense, if you can stop their passing, you can beat them. And the Patriots did more than that, basically held them to zero points. So really impressive. Yeah, for sure. Definitely agree with it. Offense was solid. Defense even got a touchdown in this game. Solid on both ends, like you said. Uh, getting to the Falcons now, Matt Ryan, 153 pass yards, two interceptions. Uh, both Josh Rosen and Felipe Franks came into the game, both also through interceptions, so not good for this team. Um, getting to rushing, Quadre Allison, uh, nine carries for 34 yards. Then through the air, Russell Gage, five catches for 49 yards. And Kyle Pitts had three for 29 yards. And just really not much else through the air for this team. I guess, Mete, getting to on the Falcons, what are your thoughts? Uh, they had a really rough game as they get shut out here. And they were missing Cordero Patterson, who's probably their biggest playmaker on offense. but. Yeah, uh, putting up zero points is uh, not going to cut it. And I just found it really funny how uh, they had three quarterbacks throw a pass this, uh, this game and they all threw interceptions. Yeah, it just seems to be the tail of the tape for this team. They just really can't get things going. And yeah, Patterson being out for sure definitely affected them in this game. Uh, moving to Sunday now, um, let's talk about the first game. Big win for the Eagles, 40-29 to over the New Orleans Saints. Uh, looking at the stats for Philadelphia, um, it looks like uh, Jalen Hurts, he only threw for 147 pass yards. And on the ground, Miles Sanders was back, 16 carries for 94 yards. Jalen Hurts, though, big game on the ground, though. Uh, 18 carries, 69 yards, and three rushing touchdowns. Jordan Howard also had 10 carries for 63 yards. Then through the air, Dallas Goddard, five catches, 62 yards. Devontae Smith, four for 61. And then just not a lot else for the rest of the team. Mete, I'll get to you on the Eagles. I mean, they've been playing well lately. What are your thoughts? Yeah, they've been playing much better. And I'm noticing they're running the ball way more now. And before the season uh, started, up until like, I don't know, week five or six, something like that. Uh, I wasn't seeing many carries for Miles Sanders or their other running backs. It was just usually Jalen Hurts. So, 
yeah, they're finally running with their running backs, and it looks like it's paying off. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. They've definitely been, you know, focusing on the ground, and it's definitely been paying off for them. Uh, getting to the Saints now, Trevor Simeon, 214 pass yards, three passing touchdowns, but two interceptions. Uh, in terms of rushing, Mark Ingram, 16 carries for 88 yards. Trevor Simeon, two carries for 16 yards and a touchdown. Then uh, through the air, Traquan Smith, five catches, 64 yards. Adam Trotman, five for 58 and a touchdown. Marquez Callaway, one for 26 and a receiving touchdown. And uh, Lil Jordan Humphrey had one for four yards and a touchdown. Uh, Nate, getting to you on the Saints, tough loss, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think the Saints played too bad. It's just uh, mainly a case of the Eagles having a really good um, offensive um, night. I guess maybe they could have tried to hold on to the ball a little bit better. I noticed that they had a couple of fumbles that definitely didn't help. But other than that, they're really, I think it was just a case of the Eagles had a really good night. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Saints, uh, you know, without Kamara in this game, can't really fault them too much. Uh, they still played really hard and they just came up short. So, yeah, definitely and uh, moving to the next game, uh, Miami Dolphins being the New York Jets, 24 to 17. Um, taking a look at the stats for Miami, Tua Tagovailoa, 273 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, in terms of rushing, Miles Gaskin, 23 carries for 89 yards. Uh, Jalen Waddell, he rushed for a one-yard touchdown as well. Um, in terms of receiving, uh, Matt Collins had two catches. He went for 72 yards and a receiving touchdown. Jalen Waddle went eight for 65 through the air. Uh, Mike Kosicki, five catches for 50 yards through the air. And Durham Smythe, four for 37. Um, and then, yeah, Miles Gaskin, three catches, seven yards, and a receiving touchdown. Mete, um, I'll get to you on the Dolphins. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on their sort of turnaround the last couple of games? Yeah, uh, they're playing much better. They've had a couple uh, easy matchups, I think, but can't really fault them for that and yeah I think even at four and seven I've been saying this I still believe it uh I think they're much better than their records so yeah uh the Dolphins they're looking much better right now yeah I definitely agree whether it was injuries to guys like Tua that played a part in it or just their defense not playing well they definitely are on the right track now so we'll definitely have to see how they finish out the season Getting to the Jets now, Joe Flacco started this game, 291 pass yards, two passing touchdowns, solid day for him. Um, on the ground, Michael Carter, nine carries for 63 yards. Um, and then through the air, Elijah Moore, big day, eight catches, 141 yards and a receiving touchdown. Jameson Crowder, six for 44 and a receiving touchdown. Ryan Griffin went three for 39 and Corey Davis went three for 35. Nate, I'll get two on the Jets. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Um, I guess this was a case of their, it's kind of like a combination of both their offense and defense came a little bit short. Um, I mean, Miami does have a pretty good offense on paper and they showed it tonight. So I guess their offense had to try to keep up and unfortunately they weren't able to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's just been tough loss after tough loss for the Jets all year. So you can't really 
um, you know, knock Miami for getting this win. Because, I mean, the Jet, Jets have been losing to pretty much everyone. But, yeah, definitely agree. Miami has been playing better. And we'll see how these two teams look, I guess, moving forward. Um, getting to the next game, Washington football team being the Carolina Panthers, 27 to 21. Looking at Washington stats here, Taylor Heineke, uh, 206 pass yards and three passing touchdowns. Antonio Gibson, 19 carries for 95 yards. J.D. McKissick, 7 for 46. And Taylor Heineke, 6 for 29 on the ground. And then through the air, um, Terry McLaurin, 5 catches, 103 yards and a touchdown. Um, Adam Humphreys, 2 for 30. John Bates, 3 for 23. DeAndre Carter, 2 for 22 and a touchdown. Cam Sims also went 2 catches, 19 yards and a receiving touchdown. Um, Nate, I'll just get to you on, on uh, Washington. I mean, They've looked great the past couple of weeks. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? I guess they're starting to, I guess, hit their stride. I think a win against Carolina is pretty impressive considering um, Carolina had a really big win last week. So, yeah, I think this is a good job. Yeah, definitely. And I guess speaking of Carolina, getting to their stats, Cam Newton, 189 passing yards, two passing touchdowns. Uh, and then on the ground, he rushed – 10 times 46 yards and a rushing touchdown as well. Christian McCaffrey also had 10 carries. He went for 59 yards. In terms of receiving, McCaffrey leads this team. Seven catches, 60 yards and a receiving touchdown. DJ Moore, five for 50 and a receiving touchdown. Tommy Tremble, two for 35. And Robbie Anderson went five catches for 30 yards. Um, Mete, let me get to you on the Panthers. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Uh, they're still a really young team, so I know they had a great start and they're struggling now, but, uh, it's all good. I think, uh, right now they're kind of unlucky. Uh, this is their third quarterback they're starting this year. So yeah, they're unlucky in that sense. And for this game, uh, Christian McCaffrey didn't have the greatest game and he's their main guy. So, uh, if he's having games like this. They're not going to win many games. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, they definitely need to get a little bit more from, I guess, both their offense and their defense. So hopefully that can happen for the next game. Oh, wow. This next game was a blowout. Uh, Indianapolis Colts beating the Buffalo Bills 41 to 15. A big game for the Colts. Uh, Carson Wentz, 106 uh, passing yards, a passing touchdown, and then in terms of rushing, this was the big day here. Jonathan Taylor, 32 carries, 185 rush yards, and four rushing touchdowns. No one else even touched him in the rushing game. Um, in terms of the receiving, uh, Jack Doyle, three catches for 30 yards. T.Y. Hilton, two for 26. Michael Pittman, two for 23. And then Jonathan Taylor, three catches, 19 yards, and also a receiving touchdown. Man, five touchdowns on the day. I guess, Mete, what are your thoughts on this Colts team? Yeah, the Colts are looking great. Uh, they've had quite a turnaround. They started 0-3, I believe. So, yeah, they're go they're doing great lately. And I was expecting this game to be close. But, yeah, uh, this blowout really surprised me. Yeah, I think it surprised all of us. I don't think any of us expected a blowout on either end. But, yeah, great win for the Colts. Getting to the Bills now. Josh Allen, 209 passing yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Uh, Mitch Trubisky came into this game after, and he also threw an interception, so not good for both of the quarterbacks. Uh, in terms of rushing, Matt Breida, five carries, 51 yards. 
And then in terms of receiving, Dawson Knox, six catches for 80 yards. Gabe Davis, two for 27. Emmanuel Sanders, three for 26. Devin Singletary, three for 26. And Stefan Diggs, four for 23 and two touchdowns. Um, but Nate, let me get to you on this Buffalo team. I guess, what are your thoughts on this blowout loss? Um, really surprising. Normally, Buffalo's a team that goes around blowing people out, but I guess uh, this time it's uh, them. Yeah, it's puzzling. I mean, this Buffalo team's lost three out of their past five games. Um, they lost to a Jaguars team that had no business being in the game. Um, and, I mean, we can't really fault them um, for the loss before this game, but uh, against Tennessee, but, uh, you know, just this big blow definitely can't be happening, definitely raises some questions. Um, like, you know, we thought Buffalo was a lock for the playoffs. Now we don't know about that now. They definitely need a bounce back uh, in their next game for sure. Um, and then uh, getting to this next game here, Cleveland Browns beating the Detroit Lions 13-10, to 10, really close game. Um, Browns get it done, though. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 176 pass yards, a passing touchdown, and two interceptions. Uh, on the ground, Nick Chubb, 22 carries, 130 yards for him, so big day. Uh, Jarvis Landry's uh, one carry went for, for 16 yards and a rushing touchdown. And then uh, through the air, Austin Hooper, four catches, 53 yards. Uh, Jamarcus Bradley, two for 46. And uh, Jarvis Landry had four for 26, while Nick Chubbs, two catches, one for 14 yards and a receiving touchdown. Uh, Nate, I'll just get to you on the Browns. What are your thoughts? Um, I guess uh, people were expecting, I guess Browns fans were expecting a little bit um, higher score on the, on the offense. At the same time, though, there's a lot of injuries. Um, Baker's injured, so he's not really playing at 100%, so you can't really fault him too much. But at the, at the same time, um, I guess I kind of hope that um, something tightens up on the offense. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, they definitely need to start playing a little bit better. Hopefully they can do that moving forward. Um, I'll get to the Lions now. Uh, Tim Boyle started at quarterback in this game. He only threw 77 yards and two interceptions, so not a great day. Um, in terms of rushing, DeAndre Swift, 14 carries, 136 yards and a touchdown. Then through the air, um, TJ Hawkinson, six catches, 51 yards. Almond Ross St. Brown, four for 18. And Brock Wright had one catch for 12 yards. And there just really wasn't much else for this offense. I guess, um, Mete, getting to you, I guess, what are your thoughts on this Lions team? Yeah, uh... I'm kind of impressed, honestly, uh, in the fact that they're playing with Tim Boyle, probably like their third string quarterback. And then, yeah, it's his first career start. He doesn't have the greatest game and they only lose by three points. So DeAndre Swift, he's getting better game by game. TJ Hawkinson, uh, he's a great tight end. They're just missing some pieces. Uh, Specifically on the offense, they just need better wide receivers. Probably improve the O-line. And then, yeah, honestly, uh, they are 0-9. But even last week, uh, Jared Goff, he had a terrible game and they tied. So uh, they're looking much better, I think. Yeah, especially the defense. I mean, just to keep them in the game with third-string quarterback. Definitely uh, played really solid against Cleveland. Um, getting to the next game, uh, San Francisco 49ers being the Jacksonville Jaguars 30 to 10. 
Um, getting to the 49ers, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 176 passing yards, two passing touchdowns. Uh, in terms of rushing, Debo Samuel, eight carries, 79 yards and a touchdown. Jeff Wilson, 19 carries for 50 yards. And Trey Sermon, 10 carries for 32 yards. Um, and then in terms of receiving, Brandon Ayuk, seven catches, 85 yards and a touchdown. George Kittle, four catches, 34 uh, receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. Um, I guess, um, Matty, I'll just go right back to you. I guess, what are your thoughts on the 49ers? Yeah, so the 49ers, they had a pretty good game this game. They got the job done as Jaguars. They aren't the greatest opponent, but yeah, Garoppolo, a decent game. Debo Samuel, he's been great this year. They were missing Elijah Mitchell as well, so uh, for them to win this game, I guess, uh, is good for them, and uh, they're close to a playoff spot, so uh, they got to keep winning. Yeah, they have been winning, which is a good thing, so uh, they just got to keep it going if they want to make the playoffs. Uh, getting to the Jags now, Trevor Lawrence, 158 pass yards, uh, for him. And then in terms of rushing, James Robinson, 12 carries, 29 yards and a touchdown. And then in terms of receiving Marvin Jones, four catches, 52 yards. LaVisca Chanel, five for 50 yards. Tavon Austin, one for 18. And Jamal Agnew went three for 18. Uh, I guess, Nate, I'll get to you. What are your thoughts on the Jaguars? Well, I guess um, they haven't really been playing, I guess, up to uh, where it looked like they would be. Um, I thought they would um, be improving and they haven't really improved all that much, even with um, Trevor Lawrence and he was supposed to be um, already an NFL already quarterback, supposed to be the best um, rookie, but I guess he is still a rookie, but I guess hopefully the offense tightens up soon. Yeah. I mean, they just need uh, to score more points. A lot of their games this year, they've underwhelmed in terms of scoring. So yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, there was an, another upset here, Houston Texans being the Tennessee Titans, 22-13. to 13. Um, Looking at the stats for the Texans here, Tyrod Taylor, 107 passing yards. He also went on the ground, six carries, uh, 28 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. So big day for Tyrod. Um, Rex Burke had 18 carries for 40 yards. Uh, David Johnson, 13 carries for 18 yards. And then in terms of receiving, uh, Chris Conley, four catches for 37 yards. Brandon Cooks, two for 18, and David Johnson, three catches for 16 yards. Um, I guess, Nate, just getting to you on the Texans team, what do you think about this upset? I still think this is a pretty impressive, um, even without um, Derrick Henry in the lineup. I feel like, at least on paper, the Titans should still be a pretty solid team. And the Houstons, in terms of their offense, I think on paper, they're a little less deep, but um, Tyrod has been finding ways to make this offense work. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, coming off the bye week, this Texans team looked a whole lot better. You know, hopefully they can sort of sustain the way they're playing because they did look good here. Um, getting to the Titans, uh, Ryan Tannehill, 323 passing yards, a passing touchdown, but four interceptions, really not good. Uh, in terms of rushing, Adrian Peterson, nine carries for 40 yards. Dontrell, Dontrell Hilliard, uh, seven carries for 35 yards, and Deontay Foreman, seven carries for 25. Uh, in terms of receiving, Nick Westbrook, Hakeem, um, seven catches, 107 yards for him. A.J. Brown, five for 48. And uh, Dontrell Hilliard, uh, eight for 47. Chester Rogers, 
four for 41 and Des Fitzpatrick, uh, three catches, 35 yards and a receiving touchdown. Uh, Mete, I'll just get to you on the Titans. I guess, what are your thoughts on this upset? Yeah, uh, it's definitely a tough game. I know they have injuries. They're missing Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and those two are great players. But, uh, yeah, it's the Houston Texans, so I'm still expecting them to win this game. And uh, they just uh, had a really rough game, especially Tannehill, four interceptions. Uh, just not going to cut it and it's crazy if you think about it the Titans they've got three losses and two of them have uh, come to the Texans and the Jets and I can't even remember the third loss at this point yeah honestly um, the Titans they've just been playing so solid all year they've been beating big teams Um, and then I guess they don't come prepared to play these like lesser teams maybe that's why they're losing um and yeah, um, it, it just seems like, you know, this um, Tennessee team, they, they really need Derrick Henry back. Hopefully they can get him back soon. Um, getting to the next game, Minnesota Vikings being the Green Bay Packers, 34-31, winning on a late field goal to seal the game. Uh, getting to the Vikings, uh, Kirk Cousins, 341 passing yards and three passing touchdowns. Uh, in terms of rushing, uh, Dalvin Cook, 22 carries, 486 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. And then in terms of receiving, Justin Jefferson, eight catches for 169 yards and two receiving touchdowns. Um, Adam Thielen, eight for 82 and a touchdown. Tyler Conklin, three for 35. And Dalvin Cook went three for 29 receiving yards. Um, I guess, Matty, I'll get to you on this uh, Vikings team. I guess, what are your thoughts on this win? Uh, Really impressive win. Kirk Cousins has been amazing this year. And Man, the Vikings, they love giving their fans heart attacks as this is another close game. And luckily for their fans, they come out on top for this one. Yeah, for sure. Big win at home uh, against a division rival in the Packers. Um, Getting to Green Bay now for their stats. Aaron Rodgers, 365 pass yards, four passing touchdowns. Big day for him. In terms of rushing, A.J. Dillon, 11 carries, 53 yards. Aaron Rodgers went two for 21. Then in terms of receiving, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, four catches, 123 yards, and a receiving touchdown. Devontae Adams, seven catches, 115 yards, and two receiving touchdowns. A.J. Dillon, six catches for 44 yards. Uh, Acrimonious St. Brown, two for 43. And then Joshua, or sorry, Josiah DeGara had two for 37 and a receiving touchdown. Um, Nate, I'm going to get to you on the Packers. I guess, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, the Packers have been solid every week. I think even a, against this game, I still think this is a pretty solid game by the Packers. It's just that um, the Vikings are also a really solid team, even though the record doesn't really um, look like that. But yeah, this game just went down to the wire. Um, I feel like they did start to outscore the Vikings, but it was just the first quarter um, was just a little bit too much. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, really solid game for Minnesota overall, and I guess Green Bay just wasn't able to get it done at the end. Uh, getting to the next game, Baltimore Ravens beating the Chicago Bears 16-13. to No Lamar Jackson in this game. So um, starting at quarterback was Tyler Huntley. Uh, he had 219 passing yards and an interception. 
Uh, in terms of rushing, Devontae Freeman, 16 carries, 49 yards in a rushing touchdown. Huntley went seven for 40. And uh, Latavius Murray went 10 for 32 rush yards. Then in terms of receiving, Mark Andrews, eight catches, 73 yards. Sammy Watkins, three for 48. Devin Duvernay, four catches for 37 yards. Uh, Devontae Freeman, six catches for 31 yards. And Rashad Bateman, three catches for 29 yards. Um, I guess, Nate, getting to you on this Ravens team, I guess, what are your thoughts? Um, I guess uh, this would still be a pretty good win, especially with um, Tyler Huntley leading the helm of the offense. If it was Lamar Jackson pulling, I would say this was underwhelming, but he's not playing. So I think um, this was pretty solid. Yeah, another quarterback getting injured in this game. Justin Fields leaves the game after only throwing for 79 yards. Andy Dalton comes in, has a really solid game. 201 passing yards, two passing touchdowns for him. Um, in terms of rushing, David Montgomery, 14 carries for 58 yards. And then in terms of receiving, Darnell Mooney, five catches, 121 receiving yards and a touchdown. Marquise Goodwin, four for 104 and a receiving touchdown. Um, and then Jimmy Graham had two catches for 25 yards. Um, I guess, uh, Matty, I'll get to you on this Bears team. I guess, what are your thoughts? Uh, they're okay. I feel like they are a bit better than the record. I'd say probably like around four and six. But, yeah, uh, they looked much better with Dalton. I think Fields definitely has uh, great potential, but he's not looking too great right now. And yeah, uh, like I said, the, the offense just looked way better with Dalton. So I guess if they want to win at this point, Dalton gives them a way better chance. And he is confirmed as the starter for tomorrow's Thanksgiving game. So yeah, we'll see how he does tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he definitely looked really solid in this game. Um, I guess moving to the next game, another team that looked really solid was the his former team, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they beat the Raiders 32-13, to a big game uh, for this Bengals team. Getting to the stats, Joe Burrow, 148 passing yards and a passing touchdown. Joe Mixon, 30 carries, 123 rush yards and two rushing touchdowns. And then for receiving, Tyler Boyd, six catches for 49 yards. Jamar Chase, three for 32 and a receiving touchdown. And um, I guess, Mete, I'll just get right back to you. I guess, what are your thoughts on the Bengals? Yeah, the, uh, the Bengals were kind of slumping last couple of weeks, but it's a good win as they were on the road, I believe. And yeah, uh, they won by 19. It's a big margin. Uh, Burrow looks great. Mixon as well. Uh, whenever Mixon can run the ball like that, uh, the Bengals are going to have great success. Yeah, I definitely agree. He's looked like the best player for a lot of this season uh, for this Bengals team. So uh, they definitely are heading in the right track in terms of their offense. Uh, getting to the Raiders offense now, Derek Carr, 215 passing yards, a passing touchdown, but also an interception. Josh Jacobs, nine carries for 37 yards. Kenyon Drake, five for 23. Then in terms of receiving, Darren Waller, seven catches, 116 receiving yards for him. Hunter Renfro, four for 30. Uh, Josh Jacobs, five catches, 24 yards. Zay Jones, one for 20. And Foster Moreau, one catch, 419 yards and a receiving touchdown. Nate, getting to you on the Raiders. Guess what are your thoughts on this team? They've been in a bit of a slump. Yeah, I guess um, their offense just hasn't really been clicking. Um, they 
they did they did lose some personnel as well, but it was just kind of out of their control, just the way the way it worked out. Um, I guess in terms of their passing game, I think it's okay, but I think their run game is where they need to kind of improve the most. Yeah, they just haven't been able to run the ball in a lot of these games. Then they have to go to the passing game, and I guess teams can sort of scout them out from there. So, yeah, they definitely have something to change up if they want to win games. Um, I guess getting to another team that's struggling with passing, that's the Seattle Seahawks. Of course, Wilson coming off that injury, they lose to the Cardinals 23-13. to um, Getting to Arizona first, um, Colt McCoy started this game. Um, he went uh, for 328 passing yards, two passing touchdowns. Um, James Conner, 21 rushes, 462 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. Then in terms of receiving, Zach Hurts, eight catches, 88 yards, and two touchdowns. A.J. Green, four catches for 78 yards. Rondell Moore, 11 catches, 451 yards. And um, Antoine Wesley, four catches for 44 yards. Um, Nate, I'll get to on this Cardinals team. I guess big win without Kyler Murray. Yeah, I think it's really impressive that they were able to um, beat the Seahawks without Kyler Murray because uh, normally he's the guy who kind of generates the offense for the entire team, but this roster is deep enough that you can slot even a guy like Colt McCoy, who is also pretty solid, and the offense will pretty much look exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, no Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins, no Chase Edmonds, and this team just really didn't miss a beat. They, they were just really solid all the way through. Um, but getting to the Seahawks now, Russell Wilson, 207 passing yards. So he's getting a bit better at passing, still needs to get back to his normal self. Um, in terms of rushing, Alex Collins, 10 carries for 36 yards. DJ Dallas, four for 25 and a rushing touchdown. Then in terms of receiving, um, Tyler Lockett, four catches, 115 yards. Gerald Everett, three for 37. And DK Metcalf, four catches for 31 yards. Um, Mete getting two on the Seahawks. I guess what what's up with this team? Yeah, uh, like you said, Wilson is looking a bit rusty right now, and he's their main guy. As the offensive line isn't great, uh, he's got a couple of decent or not decent, way better than decent. Lockett and Metcalf are great targets. Everett, I'd say, is decent, and then the running backs right now, Collins. Dallas and Penny, they're okay as well. Uh, I think they're missing Carson. I think the offensive line needs work, and their defense isn't too great as well. I'd say it's average at best. Yeah, like you said, their whole team really hasn't been functioning uh, the way it should be, so they definitely have a lot of things they need to address. Um, getting to the next game here, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs being the Dallas Cowboys, 19-9. to uh, getting to the Chiefs, um, just looking at some of their stats, Pat Mahomes, 260 pass yards and an interception on the ground. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was back in this game, uh, 12 carries, 63 yards and a rushing touchdown. Travis Kelsey, one carry for four yards and a rushing touchdown. And then uh, getting to receiving, uh, Tyree Kill, nine catches for 77 yards. Travis Kelsey, five for 74. Brian Bringle, one for 37. And McCall Hardman at two catches. 425 yards and I guess Nate I'll get to you is case is KC Nation fully back I mean that's what it's looking like um Clyde Edwards Seller is back so it looks like at least on offense um most if not all of the personnel is there um 
there, it looks like the offense is clicking as well. And they had a really good um, defensive night against a really solid Cowboys team. So maybe they are back. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the defense looked great in this game. It's looked great the previous two games before it as well. So definitely really solid for the Chiefs getting to Dallas now. Dak Prescott, 216 pass yards, but two interceptions. Uh, In terms of rushing, Tony Pollard, seven carries for 50 yards. Ezekiel Elliott, nine carries for 32. And then in terms of receiving, Dalton Schultz, six catches for 53 yards. Michael Gallup, five for 44. Ezekiel Elliott, six for 36. And Cedric Wilson had four catches for 36 yards. Med Tail, just get to you on the Cowboys. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the offense looked really rough out there without Mike, not Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper. Uh, and then C.D. Lamb also got hurt during the game, so that also hurt the Cowboys. Uh, the Chiefs, they were blitzing a lot uh, that night. A lot of pressure on Dak. And, uh, yeah, he made some poor reads as he had two interceptions, but I liked what I saw from the defense. The Chiefs are definitely one of the more, one of the most, actually, talented offenses in the league, I'd say. And then, yeah, uh, with Cooper, I think it would be a different game, but they didn't have him out there. So the offense, just uh, they've got to be better. Nine points won't cut it. But defense, I was really impressed with. Yeah, I mean, uh, nine points just means they didn't get any touchdowns. You definitely want to have the touchdowns if you definitely are, are trying to get a win. So, um, yeah, definitely Dallas. They should be able to bounce back in their next game. Uh, and, yeah, um, I, I don't expect this team to, you know, go scoreless again in the end zone. So, um, yeah, they definitely should be really solid uh, after this game. And then uh, getting to Sunday night now, um, the LA Chargers being the Pittsburgh Steelers, 41 to 37. Looking at the Chargers stats for this game, Justin Herbert, 332 pass yards, three passing touchdowns and an interception. He also rushed nine times for 90 yards on the ground. So huge day for Herbert. Austin Eckler, 11 carries, 50 rush yards and two rushing touchdowns. Um, And I guess his big part also came in receiving he had six catches for 65 yards and two touchdowns there as well so four total touchdowns for Eckler uh, he was just one short of Jonathan Taylor for the day another really solid performance by running back uh, other receivers Keenan Allen nine catches 112 receiving yards Mike Williams five for 97 and a receiving touchdown and Donald Parham had four catches for 38 yards um, Matt Taylor let me get to you on the Chargers big win for them what are your thoughts yeah, it's a huge win as the Chargers are kind of slumping, but Steelers, they're a pretty good opponent. They don't have the greatest record, but they're definitely definitely a playoff caliber team. So, uh, yeah, for the Chargers to win, especially on prime time, uh, to get off their mini losing streak is uh, huge for them. Yeah, it was a big win. Um, tough loss for Pittsburgh. They had a lot of defensive players out in this game. Their offense really came to life, though. Ben Roethlisberger, 273 pass yards, three passing touchdowns for him, really solid. Um, Najee Harris, 12 carries, 39 yards, and a rushing touchdown. Then in terms of receiving, uh, Deontay Johnson, seven catches, 101 yards, and a receiving touchdown. Chase Claypool, five for 93 yards. Eric Ebron, three catches, 24 yards, and a receiving touchdown. 
Um, and then Najee Harris, five catches for 20 yards, while Pat Fryermuth had four catches for 11 yards and a receiving touchdown. Um, Nate, getting to you, I guess Pittsburgh did have a lot of players out of this game, but what are your thoughts? I think this was still a really impressive game considering how depleted their defense is. Normally, um, the Steelers, they do have a solid offense, but they normally have a defense that's also really solid and can shut down a lot of teams. But um, the Chargers, um, they were clicking on offense tonight. And I guess um, the Steelers still had a really good fourth quarter, but unfortunately, it wasn't enough to catch up. Yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't enough to catch up. The offense was really solid in this game. Hopefully, they can get their defensive players back for the next one. Um, and then getting to Monday night, Tampa Bay Buccaneers being the New York Giants, 30-10, to 10, getting to the Bucs offense. Tom Brady, 307 pass yards, two passing touchdowns, and an interception. In terms of rushing, Leonard Fournette, 10 carries for 35 yards. Ronald Jones, 8 for 33 and a rushing touchdown. And then in terms of receiving, Mike Evans, 6 catches, 73 yards and a touchdown. Rob Gronkowski, 6 catches for 71 yards. Chris Godwin, 6 for 65 and a receiving touchdown. And Leonard Fournette, 6 catches for 39 yards. Um, Nate, I'll just get back to you. What are your thoughts on this Tampa team? Um, I think this was a, a much-needed win. I guess um, I think it's still pretty solid, even though the Giants, they don't um, have the best record and they're not necessarily the deepest team in the league, but um, you still need to be able to show that you can win against any team. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I guess getting to the Giants offense now, um, Daniel Jones, 167 passing yards, uh, a passing touchdown and two interceptions. Um, in terms of rushing, Saquon Barkley, six carries for 25 yards. Um, not much else on the ground there. In terms of receiving, Darius Toney, seven catches for 40 yards. Darius Slayton, four for 37. And Saquon Barkley, six catches for 31 yards. Well, um, I guess offensive lineman Andrew Thomas got a touchdown. Pretty impressive there. Um, I, I guess, Mete, I'll get to you on the Giants. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Uh I think they're better than three and seven, but for this game, there was just no match for the Buccaneers. And yeah, I think their defense needs to play better. And yeah, they fired uh, Jason Garrett the other day and they go from one living meme of a coach with Garrett to uh, Freddie Kitchens as the new offensive coordinator. So that's... uh, Another living meme uh, following in Garrett's footsteps. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with their offense at this point. Um, I probably just need to draft offensive linemen, in my opinion. That seems to be where things all go wrong. But, yeah, that's pretty much the end of our recap for Week 11. So let's just get right into our pickups now uh, for fantasy football. Uh, Mette, I'll start with you. I guess who's your running back pickup for the week? So for running back, uh, it's not looking too great out there. So I decided Tevin Coleman for this week would be who I'd go with. He plays for the New York Jets. It's only 13% rostered. And uh, yeah, Michael Carter is down for two to three weeks. So Coleman took over as the starting running back last week as soon as Carter went down. And then I like the matchup this week. He's playing. The Texans. So, uh, Coleman, if you're if you're desperate for a running back, could be worth a look. 
All right, and I guess my running back pickup for the week, uh, it's the same game, but the other team, it's the Houston Texans. You should, probably should pick up David Johnson. Um, it looks like Philip Lindsay was released this week. So um, it looks like he's going to be taking over a lot of the touches in the backfield. I don't know he might have to share with maybe guys like Burkhead and others, but uh, David Johnson should be the main guy there. And they are facing a New York Jets team that's allowed the most fantasy points to running backs this season. So perfect streaming play. Go pick up David Johnson. Um, and if you're desperate, put him, put him in your starting lineup, put him in your flex, whatever. He should be good. Um, and then, Nate, let me get to you for your running back pickup for the week. So I guess my running back pickup from, for the week is the other side of the football, um, Ty Johnson for the New York Jets. Um, he didn't have the best game against Miami, but I guess for the past five weeks, he's been pretty good. And he's against a Houston team that doesn't necessarily have the best um, run defense. So this should be a good opportunity for him. Yeah, it's crazy how all three of us targeted that same game for our pickups. Uh, it's, I, I guess that's where the value is. So definitely go pick up those guys. Uh, Mete, I'll get to you for your wide receiver for the week. Yeah, so for wide receiver, I decided Cedric Wilson is definitely worth a look. It's on the Dallas Cowboys. You got a good amount of targets last game, I think. Seven, something like that. And then, yeah, he's only 23% rostered, so... There's a good chance he's there on your waiver wire. And then uh, C.D. Lamb might not play. Amari Cooper is already uh, out. So, yeah, I think he could have a good game uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, there should be a lot of looks uh, in terms of a, a receiving opportunity. So definitely go pick him up. Um, for my wide receiver of the week, I have Van Jefferson. Um, he's been pretty solid most of the season. I know the last couple games the Rams have struggled, but they should be getting back on track. Um, and I mean, with Robert Woods out for the year, Deshaun Jackson getting cut, and I guess Odell Beckham not really knowing the system uh, too well as of yet. Um, it looks like Van Jefferson could be in line to receive a lot of targets. Um, definitely go pick him up, um, stash him, start him if you want. Uh, he should be really solid for you moving forward. Um, and I guess, Nate, I'll get to you for your wide receiver pickup for the week. So I guess for the week, um, you could take a look at Kendrick Bourne, especially if you're in a deep league. Um, he did have an okay game against Atlanta. He almost ended up getting seven, seven fantasy points. And he's against Tennessee, and Tennessee doesn't necessarily have the best pass defense. So I feel like uh, Kendrick Bourne has a good opportunity as well. Yeah, for sure. And um, I guess moving now to quarterback pickups for the week, um, I guess my quarterback pickup is more of a deep league pick, and it's Tyrod Taylor. Um, he had a really solid game coming out of the bye week this past week. Um, he's facing a Jets team that, you know, is just allowing a lot on the ground um, in terms of fantasy points. And Tyrod rushed for two touchdowns in the last game. Uh, there's no reason why he can't do that again. Um, he should be able to pass on this defense as well. So um, if you're in a deep league, you're in a pinch, super flex league, two quarterback league, whatever, um, go pick up Tyrod Taylor and put him in your starting lineup if that's the case. And yeah, he definitely should return some value for you this week. Uh, Mete, let me get to you for your quarterback pickup for the week. I went with Mac Jones of the New England Patriots, 39% owned. And yeah, I, I love his game. Uh, not a lot of interceptions. Uh, the yards don't look great all the time, but he's got a high completion percentage. 
And lately, he's been throwing a lot of touchdowns. So, yeah, uh, earlier in the year, he was pretty much the same, but with less touchdowns. And now he's got more touchdowns, more fantasy points. I think he's got a decent matchup to uh, Titans, I believe. So I think he could have a good game against the Titans. And then uh, moving to tight end pickups for this week, I guess, uh, Nate, who's your tight end pickup for the week? I guess for the week, you can take a look at um, maybe Tyler Tyler Conklin for a deep league. Um, They are against San Francisco. They do have a pretty good um, pass defense, but I think Minnesota is a pretty um, solid team. They did really well against Green Bay, which also has a good pass defense. So I feel like Tyler Conklin should be able to get some fantasy points. Yeah, I definitely, definitely agree. He's been pretty solid in the tight end landscape. Hasn't been uh, the best this year. So, yeah, definitely um, go pick him up. And, yeah, that's pretty much the end for our pickups for the week. Uh, let's get into the preview for week 12. Um, it's American Thanksgiving. There's three Thursday games. Um, I'll start off by previewing the first Thursday game, um, Chicago against Detroit. So, for the Bears, uh, you can roll out David Montgomery and Darnell Mooney, but that's pretty much it, in my opinion. Um, in terms of, like, guys you probably sit or maybe even deep leagues, uh, starting um, Andy Dalton, uh, Allen Robinson, I don't know if he's going to play. If he does, maybe you can start him in a deep league, and then, I guess, Cole Komet. Um, and then getting to the line for this game, it looks like the ba- the Bears are favored by three. Nate, I'll get to you first. Uh, which side are you on here? Um, I mean, I guess... Um, I'm going to go with the Lions just because um, Justin Fields is out. The Bears haven't had the best um, offense in general, and the Lions, they can play hard enough to kind of um, keep up with teams you wouldn't expect. So, yeah, I feel like the Lions might be able to cover this. All right, and speaking of the Lions, I didn't get to them for fantasy, so I'll do that. Um, Guys, you can start uh, DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson. I think that's about it. Um, deep league guys or guys you'll sit Jared Goff if he plays um, Jamal Williams if he plays um, Khalif Raymond and Amon Ross St. Brown are just deep league wide receivers as well um, Metti I'll get to on this spread um, Bears are favored by three which side are you on here yeah I'll go with the Bears I think Andy Dolan being in actually helps their case so yeah that's the main reason I like the Bears here yeah, I think I might lean with the Bears as well. I just feel like their offense should be able to at least move the ball in this game. Montgomery's just going to sort of be in his, like, what, second or third game back, should be getting into stride. Mooney's been really solid. Um, I And, you know, uh, Dalton being in there, like you said, should really help the offense. So, yeah, I think I'm going to lean with the Bears. Um, getting to Raiders against Cowboys, uh, Matt, I'll get to you for that preview. Yeah, so for the Cowboys, I'd start Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard in deep leagues, Cedric Wilson as well in deeper leagues, C.D. Lamb if he plays, Michael Gallup, and then Dalton Schultz. For the Raiders, Derek Carr in deeper leagues, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake I'd also play in deeper leagues, and then Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. I like those two. I think they're reliable, and then... Ryan Edwards uh, could be worth could be uh, worth a look in deeper leagues. All right. And getting to the spread for this game, um, it looks like the Cowboys are favored by seven and a half. Matt, I'll start with you. I guess which side are you on here? 
Uh, it's a tough call. Seven and a half is more than a touchdown. So I kind of feel like this could be a one possession game. So for that reason, I think I'll go with the Raiders. All right, Nate, I'll bounce to you. I guess which side are you on here? I think I'm going to go with the Raiders as well. I feel like seven and a half is a little bit too much. If it was exactly seven, I would have said Cowboys. But as of right now, I'm going to go with Raiders. Yeah, um, it's a really tough uh, spread for me to decide with the Cowboys, especially if both Cooper and Lamb are not playing. Uh, it's going to be really tough for their offense to sort of move the ball as Gallup. There's a potential he's going to be double teamed. I think I'm going to go with the Raiders here. Seems like a safer play. Of course, the line might shorten a little bit. Um, if guys are ruled out, but for now, I will take the Raiders. Um, getting to the Thursday night game for Thanksgiving, um, Buffalo Bills at the New Orleans Saints. Neat, I guess, preview that one for fantasy. I guess for um, Buffalo, you can take a look at uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, and Cole Beasley. And in deep leagues, you can take a look at uh, maybe Zach Moss or Dawson Knox. And I guess for New Orleans, um, you can take a look at maybe Mark Ingram if he's healthy, uh, Traquan Smith, Marcus Callaway, Deontay Harris, and maybe Trevor Simeon in deeper leagues, depending on how um, the Buffalo defense plays. All right. And I guess getting to the spread, the Bills are favored by uh, six points. Um, Nate, I guess, which side are you on here? It's kind of hard to say because um, both teams have pretty solid defenses. Um, Buffalo's on a slump right now. I mean, if it was earlier in the season, you'd expect them to be able to cover this, but I think I'm going to go Saints for now. All right, and moving to you, Mette, I guess which side are you on here? Bills are favored by six and a half. Yeah, I'm going with the Bills. I don't want to overthink it. Saints are missing Kamara. He's their best offensive weapon, and the Bills are coming off a terrible outing, so I think they want redemption, and they get it uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I think the Bills should be able to cover here. I say should because that hasn't always been the case this season. But, um, yeah, I think I will lean with the Bills here for a bounce back. But, um, yeah, we'll just definitely see how big this line is going to grow. But at six and a half, yeah, I'm okay with Buffalo there. Um, getting to the next game, New England against Tennessee. I'm going to preview that for fantasy. So for the Patriots, you're starting Damian Harris uh, or Ramondre Stevenson. I guess whoever's going to be the main starter. Uh, in that game. The other one would just be like a deep league play. Um, and then you start Hunter Henry uh, and Jacoby Myers for sure. Uh, deep league guys would be like Mac Jones, Brandon Bolden, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, and Jonu Smith if he plays. Um, and then for the Titans, the only person that I would start um, would be A.J. Brown if he plays. Um, the rest of this team I would probably fade unless you're in a deep league. If you're in a deep league, you'd start guys like Ryan Tannehill, Nick Westbrook, Akeen, Deontay Foreman, Dontrell Hilliard, and maybe a guy like Anthony Ferkser. Um, So getting to the spread for this game here, uh, Patriots are favored by seven. Um, Mete, I guess, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, how much points were they favored by? Sorry. Patriots are favored by seven. Uh, that's quite a lot. I feel like it should be a close game. I know the Titans are injured, but... I might have to side with them because the spread is kind of uh, too big for my liking. All right, Nate, getting to you, I guess uh, Patriots are favored by seven. Uh, which side are you on? 
I guess I'll go with Patriots for now, mainly because um, the Titans are going to be more dependent on passing and Patriots have a good pass defense. So I feel like um, seven's kind of at least the upper limit of kind of how the spread should go. Yeah, I feel like um, I might take the Patriots up to six and a half. At seven or seven and a half, I might lean with the Titans just because there is a chance this could be a close game. I think Patriots still win it regardless, but yeah, I might slightly lean with the Titans if it stays at seven. Um, getting to the next game, uh, Carolina against Miami. Matty, I'll get to you for that one. Yeah, for the Panthers, I'm only trusting three other guys and uh, Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore are the two main ones. Uh, even in shallow leagues, you can play them. And then Robbie Anderson, I'd only look for in deeper leagues. For Miami, Tua Vailoa in deeper leagues, Miles Gaskin, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Parker if he plays, and then Mike Kosicki. Any thoughts on Cam Newton? Uh, I'd play him if I'm super desperate in deep leagues. All right, and uh, moving to the spread, Panthers are favored by two, Mete. Which side are you on? I think Miami's home, so... I think it could be a close game, and they've got the plus. I'll go with the Dolphins. All right, Nate, getting to you. Panthers are favored by two. I guess which side are you on here? I guess it's a bit of a toss-up, but I guess while the Dolphins are hot, might as well stick with them. Yeah, I think I might lean with the Panthers here. I think this is the bounce-back game for them. I know Dolphins have been hot, but I think this Panthers defense is good enough to keep up with them, so I'm going to lean there. Um, getting to the next game, Atlanta against Jacksonville. Nate, I'll get to you for that one. So I guess for Atlanta, you can take a look at Cordell Patterson if he's healthy. Um, Kyle Pitts, maybe in deep leagues. Um, Matt Ryan, if you really need a quarterback. Um, if Patterson's out, maybe Mike Davis might do something but only in like a flex position in a deep league. And I guess for Jacksonville, you can take a look at James Robinson, Marvin Jones Jr. And in deeper leagues, you can take a look at LaVisca Chenault and Dan Arnold. All right. And uh, moving to the spread, Falcons are favored by two, Nate. I guess, which side are you on? Um, I guess, um, I guess I'll go with the Falcons mainly because Jacksonville hasn't, um, had the best uh, defense so far. So, yeah. All right, Mete, I guess which side are you on here? This is a tough one, but I think I'll go with the Falcons as well and hope they rebound. I think I might actually take Jacksonville at home, especially I don't expect Patterson to play. Um, and the Falcons, their offense just is really dried up. Without guys like Patterson and Ridley and others, and yeah, I think maybe the Jaguars get another win here. They surprise people, so I'm going to go with the Jaguars. And um, Getting to the next game, Pittsburgh against Cincinnati. I'll preview that one for fantasy. Uh, so we'll start with the Steelers. Uh, you're starting guys like Najee Harris, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and potentially Pat Fryermuth. Uh, he's been decently solid. Um, and then sits her deep league starts, uh, Ben Roethlisberger and James Washington. Then in terms of the Bengals, you're starting Joe Burrow. Um, you're starting Joe Mixon, um, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Deep league guys would be like Tyler Boyd and C.J. Uzama since I don't think they get as many targets. And um, we'll move to the spread now. Um, it looks like the Bengals are favored by four and a half. 
Uh, Mete, I'll get to you. Um, I guess which side are you on here? I like the Steelers here. I think they could win. I I'd probably pick them if you ask me who'd win and. Uh, they've got the plus, so I like that a lot. I like the Steelers. Very neat. Bouncing to you. Bengals are favored by four and a half. Which side are you on? It's going to depend on um, who's coming back on defense. I guess um, if the defense is fully healthy, then Steelers should be able to take this. But I think if the defense isn't fully healthy, Bengals might be able to cover. Yeah, um, I think I'm liking Pittsburgh. Um, I think that if they get their full defense back and they're anywhere in the plus, yeah, you definitely have to take Pittsburgh. Um, they definitely have a chance to cover. We saw what they did against the Chargers, how they did cover. So, yeah, I think I might lean with the Steelers. I definitely like what they have going there. Um, next game is Philly against the New York Giants. Uh, Matty, I'll get to you for that one. Yeah, so for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard, and Devontae Smith are the four I'd play. Uh, for the Giants, Daniel Jones in deeper leagues, Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony. I guess you could start in deeper leagues as well. And then even Evan Ingram, he's been playing pretty good lately, so he could be worth a look in deeper leagues as well. All right. And uh, getting to the spread, Eagles are favored by three and a half. Mete, which side are you taking here? Yeah, I think I might have to go with the Eagles. They've been playing great lately, and it's not that big of a spread, so I think they could do it. Yeah, I think I might side with the Eagles as well. They've been playing really well. Um, As long as they keep running the ball, they shouldn't have a hard time beating this Giants team. I guess, Nate, what are your thoughts? I feel like um, Eagles' offense is farther along than the Giants' so I'm going to go with the Eagles. All right, and... um. Nate, I'll get to you. Uh, New York Jets against Houston Texans. Preview that one. So I guess for the Jets, um, you can maybe take a look at Elijah Moore, Corey Davis if he's healthy, uh, Jamison Crowder, and Ty Johnson in deep leagues. And I guess for Houston, um, you can take a look at Tyrod Taylor, Brandon Cooks if he's healthy. If you really feel like reaching, um, maybe Chris Conley, Nico Collins, Chris Moore, David Johnson, he's good for deep leagues. All right, and uh, getting to the spread, the Texans are favored by two and a half, Nate. Um, I guess which side are you on here? Um, two and a half, I guess you could go with the Texans on this. They are at home. Spread's not too big, so I guess this is doable. All right, Mete, getting to you. Texans favored by two and a half. Which side are you on? Yeah, I might have to go with the Jets. It's a, a toss-up game for me, and... Yeah, with those uh, toss-up games, I just like to go with the plus. Yeah, and um, I think I'm going to lean Houston here. They're at home. Uh, the Jets can't stop the run at all. Um, they're just allowing over 30 points a game or something like that. And um, I don't know how it gets better. Uh, the Texans are hot. I think I'm just going to keep riding with them. Um, getting to the next game, Tampa Bay against Indy. I'll preview that one for fantasy. Uh, for the Bucks. Um, you're starting Tom Brady, you're starting Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Rob Gronkowski. Uh, deep leagues, uh, Ronald Jones, Antonio Brown, if he plays, uh, and Cameron Brait. Um, and then I guess for the Colts, I'd only start Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman in this game. 
uh, guys you probably sit or maybe in deeper leagues, uh, Carson Wentz, uh, Nynam Hines, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal, Jack Doyle, or Mo Ali Cox. So um, getting to this game, uh, looking at the spread, the Bucs are favored by three. Um, Nate, I guess, uh, what are your thoughts on this spread? Um, I feel like um, it is going to be a close game, but I'm still going to take, um, I guess, the Bucs mainly because they're the defending champs. All right, uh, Mete, getting to you, Bucks are favored by three. Which side are you on? Yeah, uh, might have to go with the Buccaneers as well. The Colts have been playing nice lately, but it's not uh, that big of a spread, so I like the Buccaneers for sure. Yeah, I was going to say I feel like the Buccaneers are more complete team than Buffalo is. The Colts sort of exposed some flaws that Buffalo had. I don't think it happens in this game. They're not going to be able to run on Tampa Bay like they did against Buffalo as Tampa has a top five run defense. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Bucs here at minus three. Um, getting to the next game here, LA Chargers against Denver. Mete, I'll get to you for that one. For the Chargers, I'd go for Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, and then Keenan Allen. For the Broncos, I'd play Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, and Cortland Sutton. I, those two I'd play in deeper leagues, and then Noah Fant. All right. And in terms of the spread, Chargers are favored by two and a half. Mete, which side are you on here? Yeah, I'm going with the Chargers. Not that big of a spread. And yeah, I think they could cover that for sure. Yeah, I might go with the Chargers as well, just because I believe in their offense, uh, even if their defense has struggled a little bit this season. Um, their offense can definitely outscore Denver, in my opinion. But I guess, Nate, what are your thoughts? The score isn't – I mean, the spread isn't really um, that far apart, and the Chargers do have a good um, off, a good uh, offense. So, yeah, I'll go with the Chargers. All right, and uh, getting to the next game, um, LA Rams against Green Bay. Um, Nate, I'll get to you for the preview on this one. I guess for um, the Rams, you can take a look at uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, Daryl Anderson Jr., Cooper Cup, Ben Jefferson, Tyler Higby. If you're feeling Odell, maybe you can start him, but um, I feel like he's more of a reach at this point. And I guess for Green Bay, you can take a look at Aaron Rodgers, if he's um, healthy, A.J. Dillon, Devontae Adams, and maybe Valdez Scantling and Randall Cobb in deep leagues. All right, and getting to the spread for this game, it looks like the Rams are favored by one. Um, Nate, which side are you on here? I mean, I guess might as well just take um, minus one since it's a small spread. And Mete, getting to you, I guess, which side are you on here? Uh, that's a good call. Uh, sorry, good question. I might have to go with the Packers. This is a tough game to call, but yeah, I think right now I'd side with the Packers. Yeah, I think I'd just go with the Packers just because they're home and, you know, the weather's cold and, you know, the Rams are coming from L.A., a different time zone. So I think there is a chance that the Packers, you know, um, like they're just so solid at home in the winter. So I, I think I might lean with the Packers just for that. Um, I guess, Mete, I'll get to you for the next game. Uh, Minnesota against San Francisco preview that. 
Yeah, so for the Vikings, I'd go for Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and then Ty Conklin. You could look uh, for in deeper leagues. Uh, for the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo in deeper leagues. Jeff Wilson, I'd play in deeper leagues as well if Elijah Mitchell is out. If not, I'd play Elijah Mitchell in any type of league. Brandon Ayuk as well, I think, is a deeper league play. And then Debo Samuel and George Kittle. All right. And uh, getting to the spread, Mete, um, it is uh, minus three for the 49ers. Uh, which side are you on? I like the Vikings. Uh, like I said, they're always playing close games and they've got the plus. I think if you were to ask me, I'd pick the Vikings to win this game. So, yeah, I'm liking the Vikings. All right, Nate, getting to you, I guess, which side are you on here? I guess I'll go with the Vikings mainly because they have a solid run offense and solid passing game. So they should be able to adapt even to a team like San Francisco. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings just because all their games are within like three points. So if you're getting them at three and a half, I think you should be pretty safe there, whether they win or lose. So, um, yeah, I'll take the Vikings as well. Um, Nate, I'll get to you. Sunday night football, Cleveland against Baltimore. Preview that. So for Cleveland, you can take a look at Nick Chubb, um, Jarvis Landry. Um, in deep leagues, you can take a look at Donovan Peoples-Jones if he's um, healthy. And you can take a look at Austin Hooper and David Njoku. For Baltimore, you can take a look at um, Lamar Jackson, Marquise Brown. Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews. And then in deep leagues, you can take a look at Devontae Freeman and Sammy Watkins. All right. And uh, getting to the spread here, Ravens are favored by three and a half. Nate, which side are you on? I want to be able to say go with the Browns, but at the same time, um, Browns offense has been slumping. Um, Baker has multiple um, injuries. And just the offense in general isn't fully healthy either. So I guess you would have to take the Ravens on this. And Mete, getting to you, I guess, which side are you on? Yeah, I totally agree with everything Nate said. The Browns have looked much worse uh, with Baker's injury. So for that reason, I also have to go with the Ravens. I think the Browns are missing Kareem Hunt a lot more than we expected. I feel like their offense just had a bit more life when he was there. Um, I feel like they don't have a lot of different looks that they can go with besides a single back set. And it's, I feel like it's really hurting their offense. So um, Baker has injuries baked in on top of that. Yeah. Definitely have to agree with you guys and go with the Ravens. Um, and then for Monday night football, Seattle against Washington, I'll preview that. Um, so for the Seahawks, I think you have to go back to the well with Russell Wilson. He's improving every week. Uh, he should definitely be better this game. Um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, you can start. Uh, and then sits or deep league starts. Uh, guys like Alex Collins, Gerald Everett, and Freddie Swain. Um, and then for the Washington football team, you're starting Taylor Heineke. He's been pretty solid. Um, Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin. And then uh, sits or deep league starts. Uh, Logan Thomas, probably just a deep league start if he plays because uh, he's just coming off an injury. Um, and then DeAndre Carter, Curtis Samuel, J.D. McKissick, those guys are all deep league plays. Uh, getting to the spread for this game, I guess, Matty, I'll start with you. Uh, Washington's actually favored here by one and a half. Uh, which side are you on? I'm going for the Seahawks. Uh, they've been slumping, but 
Yeah, I think they can break out of it against the football team this week. Yeah, I think I'll have to go with the Seahawks. Um, it's an extra day of rest, I guess, for Wilson. Uh, I think he bounces back here. I don't know, Nate. What are your thoughts? I guess just to be different, I'll go with Washington. Um, they're at home. Spread, spread isn't too high. Um, they've been playing pretty hot right now. So, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, that's the preview for Week 12. Uh, big slate, a lot of Thanksgiving games. Definitely going to be exciting for sure. And yeah, that's the end of Fanatics Football. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at FanFanPodcast. Picks for these games will be up, so definitely go check that out. Um, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts for this episode. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. Hit the bell for notifications on YouTube. Leave us a review. All that good stuff. And yeah, guys, um, solid games. Um, Thanksgiving uh, in America. It's going to be really great. Uh, Definitely a lot of good football. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.